Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Derek and Eric. <gasps> I'm one of those. <laughs> He's Eric. I'm Derek. And another week, another week of football going on there, Eric. Some undefeated teams have fallen. Some and, un- well, one undefeated team well, has one, fallen. And there's one team that still hasn't won a game. And it brings a smile to my face because of who it is and who their coach is. Yeah, and uh, that might change this week, D-Money. Hey! I'd be kind of scared if I were you, but there's also a lot of angry talk to get to. Oh, yes. Why angry talk? What we got Um, going on today? Yes, yes, let's dive into it. We got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about the NFL Week 2 review. There's some pretty pretty good games, some really snoozer, boring games. Oh, Week 3, my bad, yeah. Uh, Eric's glitzes and ditzes of the week, um, which is the NFL, by the way. Which there's is the ditz, there's no glitz. Yeah, Eric has no got nobody that really shine. He just has all ditzes, one ditz in particular. Yeah. Uh, Colorado team updates. Uh, uh, not really a surprise. CU and CSU both still suck. Yes, we're gonna be playing a new game in that segment coming up horribly. Here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about college football and how outrageous score happened should be a Madden score but it actually happened in real life (laughs) um i got some stories Derek's lounge we got stats of the week broncos talk a real snooze fest we're talking about that uh then we'll also preview with their game against the the vegas raiders not the oakland raiders eric the vegas raiders when did they move to vegas it's been a while now (laughs) And then we will get to our picks of the week. And Eric won last week. Seven, God damn right I did, Derek. Seven to eight because, well, you know, some teams just seem to really let me down. Um, hence. Because he uh, picked the Buccaneers. And I picked the Falcons as well. Yeah. But at least I picked the Broncos. Oh, and good. you did. Yeah. yeah, that's a game you should be proud that you picked right <laughs> Well, that was painful for you to pick your uh, your favorite team of all time, the Niners, and your favorite boy, so, Jimmy my, G. Roo- my roommate. He uh, he just did a hoarding job, which is part of his his career path. Um, Fellow Eagles fan, isn't he? He's an Eagles fan, but he He's sent got... me a picture. He goes, "Need a rag?" And it was a 49ers t shirt. And I said, "Yeah, I'll use it to wipe my dog's butt if she craps on herself." So uh, the 49ers suck. Yeah. And uh, let's dive into it, Derek. Do you want me to quickly go through the games? Sure. Let's start with our uh, week three review. Go ahead. All right. So we'll start with the Thursday night game, even though it's technically week four. Uh, Actually, you know what? We'll touch that one last. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. First game of the week, uh, the Indianapolis Colts eke out a win against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, how about that? 20-17. 20 to 17. You pressure, you pressure. The only guys who can come here are right up the middle. I think it's man to man. Here he goes from the 20. He throws it to the end zone. The Colts have taken the lead with 24 seconds remaining. It's the rookie Woods for the second time today in the end zone. And all you do is come out and throw it deep. Fires and intercepted on the deflection and the Colts are going to upset the Kansas City Chiefs 
Oh my goodness! Yeah, there's a you you called it, and the the Chiefs kind of just I went told in you. there. I didn't say that. I thought the Chiefs would still win, but I knew the Colts. They were a desperate team, and they needed that win. And honestly, too, if you see it, if you watch the Chiefs' offense, Eric, they're. That deep threat, that fear they have of Tyree Kill is gone. And it is very noticeable that they do not have a threat. Well, they're not the playing top. Sky Moore. No, they're not. And, and I don't. By know the way, that. Sky Moore wearing number 24 as a wide receiver. Yeah, that's that crap off. That's really weird. No, I'm, I'm just teasing. But um, the Chiefs beat themselves. They really they, did. The, the Colts gave them every opportunity to blow them out. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs were like, nah. We don't want to. So, so hats off to the Colts. They they did what they needed to. Um, some teams will definitely watch that film, though, and they'll find some weaknesses in the Chiefs offense, though, in that game, I think. But Matt Ryan, should, exact, Matt Ryan, 27 to 37, 222, two TDs, no picks. Yeah, he did there you fall, go. But well, he, of course he did. He did exactly what you needed to, and he had the game-winning drive. Yep. So Colts are 1-1-1, one, one, and one, by the way. How about that? <laughs> oh, dumb. One, one, and one. Next game on the docket was the Ravens at the Patriots, and Lamar Jackson is doing what Lamar Jackson does best. Guy's going to get paid, man, big time from me. should have gotten Ravens. paid already. The Ravens or somebody else are going to just, you know, back up the Brinks truck for him. Listen to Lamar's stats. 18 of 29, 218, four touchdowns in a Oof. He also ran 11 times for 107 yards and a touchdown. He had five touchdowns on his by himself. He also had the most rushing attempts for the team. 11 for him, six for the other running back, seven for J.K. Dobbins, and two for Devin Duvernay. Wow. He's getting it all done by himself. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones is out with an injury, by the way. He injured a high ankle sprain. It was pretty gnarly. Um, he had a miserable game. 22 of 32, 321, and three picks, no touchdowns. Real quick, you think he's having a sophomore slump this year? Because he's been No, struggling. I just think the Patriots are trash offensively. I mean, he's really been looking – he's really struggling bad. Well, they, and not to mention, his poor offensive line isn't helping him with him being injured like this. Bill Belichick needs to come to terms with he cannot do what he was doing with Brady for years where – he doesn't pay anybody offensively, yep. and he can't rely on his quarterback to make people better. You mm-hmm. have to build around Mac Jones and let him develop. Yeah, Mac Jones isn't Tom Brady, Belichick. You need to realize that. You I need mean, to help the kid out. Here are his receivers. Nope, that's Baltimore. That's <laughs> Devontae Parker. He had five. He had ten targets, five catches, one hundred fifty-six. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Bourne, who. Nelson Aguilar, famous for getting trashed by a fan who caught a baby in Philadelphia out of a burning building. <laughs> um, also, wow! <laughs> Eric's calling him out. Also, Hunter Henry, one catch, one target. You pay him all that money and he has one catch. So, wow. Also, get an offensive coordinator. Moving on, Patriots yes, are trash. Seriously. Speaking of trash, the New oh, Orleans God. Saints go into Carolina and the Panthers win 22 to 14. The Panthers didn't score an offensive touchdown till the fourth quarter. Quarter, and they still won the game. Uh, Jameis Winston on the day for the Saints 353, one touchdown, two picks. Uh, Alvin Kamara, where are you? 
15 carries, 61 yards. He's done nothing this season. And I'm really surprised that the Saints offense. No, he shouldn't be. But I'm really surprised that the Saints offense isn't looking better because I expect them to be pretty good. And they are just not looking that good at all. I really think not having Sean Payton back there calling plays is destroying this team. Yeah, and that's what I was getting ready to say because Sean Payton was uh, he called plays from in the past, and I think it definitely shows what good coaching does for a team. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, Jameis Winston also was playing with fractures in his spine. Oof! So, and he is actually going to be out this week. And guess who's starting for him? The Red the Rifle. Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. That guy's still around. Also, Baker Mayfield. 12 of 25 for 170 Trash. yards and a touchdown. Trash. Trash. It's just boring. Trash. Just boring. But, hey, how about LaVisca Chenault? Yeah. Taking that screen pass for a touchdown. Guy's a pretty good weapon. Smart trade, I think, that there they you made go. to Two get him. Two catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown for Chenault. Pretty good. Dude, no receiver for the Panthers had more than four targets. Well, Baker only completed 12. So How are the Panthers' favorites this week? Because the Cardinals are bad, too. (laughs) Panthers and Saints are both one and two. Next game, um, Texans and Bears played a game. Uh, Bears won the game 23-20. I don't like what the Chicago offense is doing with Justin Fields. No. Eight of 17, 106 yards and two picks. I know Fields hasn't looked good, but that offensive line sucks. He only ran the ball eight times. But who's why that are you not letting him throw more than 20 times a game? Well, I mean, who's that running back they had when Montgomery Khalil went down? Herbert. He went nuts. 20 carries, 50, 157 yards, and two touchdowns. It's a pretty good day. Yeah. So Houston remains winless. Chicago is two and one. Who would have thunk it? Oh, that's right. The Texans and Raiders are the two winless teams. Yes, it's just the Raiders have one more loss because the Texans tied. <laughs> the Colts. So dumb. <laughs> uh, next game on the docket. This one was actually a decent game. Lions at the Vikings. The Lions held the lead but couldn't complete the game. They fall to the Vikings 28-24. Cousins. He's got him, touchdown, it's Osborne again! And Minnesota is in front with 45 seconds to... Goff with pressure coming from Smith. Off his back foot, he heaves it downfield, and Metellus does pick it off! Missed the last one, got this one, and the Vikings are going to get to 2-1. and one. Lions just being the Lions, man. They can't learn to, you know, hold that lead. And it's uh, brutal... Uh, DeAndre Swift and Amon St. Brown each got hurt in this oh. game, and they're both out this week. So that's a huge blow for them. So hopefully they're both able to come back pretty soon from their injuries. Yeah, the, and the Lions, they need Jamison Williams. Oh, bad. They need their, their rookie receiver back. They need mm. him healthy. Um, I want, Here's an interesting stat line. Jared Goff – or I'm sorry, Kirk Cousins first. Kirk Cousins, 24 of 41. 260, two touchdowns. Jared Goff, 25 of 41, 277, one touchdown, one interception. That's the key right there. Kirk Cousins didn't turn the ball over. Jared Goff did. Yep. Uh, 
I texted, I, I think it was it you or no, I messaged my buddy. I actually think the Lions are a good team. They just got to learn to play with the lead, man. They got to learn to just hold the lead and just not really go on cruise control, which they kind of were doing in that game. Because I was, it was watching it, it and I was like, what are you doing? It was 24-14 going yeah. into the fourth quarter, and they gave up 14 points in the fourth. Yeah. Disappointing. Also, Adam Thielen, welcome back. Six catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. There's another good receiver there in Minnesota besides Justin Jefferson. People tend to forget that. Anywho, Lions fall to one and two. Vikings approved to two and one. Interesting game of the week. The Buffalo Bills go into Miami and lose to the Dolphins 21-19. I don't know. This is this is risky. And it was oh my goodness. Blocked indeed. And we just told you he's only had one blocked in 14 years, and that was number two. Allen, up, grabbed, gets away. Oh, my goodness, how did he escape? It goes off to McKenzie. He'll drive and dance. The clock continues to tick. He picks up 11. Miami is one. Zero's on the clock. And their offensive coordinator had an absolute meltdown for the Bills. Just calm down. Calm down. (laughs) It It made for a funny video. It was a hysterical video um <laughs> first of all isaiah mckenzie get out of bounds oh my gosh right second of all the bills lost the game where the dolphins punter punted a football off the butt of the guy in front of him yeah the new the new uh joke mark sanchez called about hey i'm the only one that's allowed to have a butt fumble did you see that i didn't but i he tweeted that real quick what's more embarrassing the butt fumble or the butt punt it's oh the butt God. punt, by the way. I think, man. Because the butt puts... fumble was caused by the the Patriots, Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour? Yeah. Yes, he was Richard Seymour pushing the offensive that lineman. play up. Yeah. This I one don't... was just the punter's like, hold up, hold up. The, the guy, yeah, the guy was just too close to the ball. I, I don't know. I still think Sanchez is just worse. Because Sanchez, Eric, he got taken out. Like, if you watch it. He full-on just went backwards and slammed into the turf when he fell. Uh, so, the Dolphins, they did improve to 3-0 and at one point. They were with the 21-19 victory. Bills fall to 2-1. and um, Also, we'll talk about this coming up with the Tua injury. I don't want to talk about it here. But. No, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about Thursday game. Uh, Bengals at the Jets. The Bengals got their first one of the season, 27 which we each kind of figured they would because come on the jets are the the jets are the the jets are the jets and flacco was starting his last game and it's just yeah not so the jets did it again they threw the ball 50 times with joe flacco (laughs) (laughs) here's here's the thing jets when you throw the ball less than 50 times you're undefeated you're one and oh baby when you throw the ball 50 plus times you're owing two so there's your strategy. And uh, Zach Wilson's coming back this week. So there you go. I think that it's going to be good for the Jets. I think so, too. Um, real quick, also, Joe Flacco threw the ball 52 times, only had 285 yards. That's that's typical Flacco for you because he doesn't like to heave it downfield. But Joe Burrow, I'll give him praise. 23-36, 275, and three touchdowns. Not back bad. To, Not back bad. to his old ways, yep. Mm-hmm. Also, Jamar Chase, Hello. Wake up. 
Come on now. I know. Hello. A lot of fantasy owners getting mad out there. <laughs> Good afternoon game. The Titans beat the Raiders. They hold them off, actually. 24-22. Both both, both, both the teams needed this win, and the Titans barely hold off the Raiders with the failed two-point conversion. Yeah, how about the Titans? They kept Devontae Adams in check, but a guy by the name of Matt Collins just went freaking nuts. Ooh. because Yeah, Matt Collins, a no-name wide receiver. Went nuts because the Titans did a good job guarding uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah, eight catches, 158 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, and his touchdown was a beautiful catch down the side in the end zone too. It, it really oh, was, man. Um, but the Raiders fall to 0-3. Titans get their first one of the season. Suck it, McDaniel's. <laughs> uh, absolute blowout of a game score might not indicate but real, real, real quick real quick eric yes. did you know in the last 11 games as a head coach josh mcdaniels you know how many wins he has none yeah <laughs> i don't blame i think it's just like we'll talk about it later yeah. um eagles dominate the commanders in washington 24 to 8 not really surprised no i was surprised at how lackluster the commander's offensive line looked yeah, but uh, Jalen Hurts, 340 yards passing, mm. three touchdowns. He also had 20 yards on the ground. Uh, this this guy is really just man. Is he looking like a really good quarter? He's 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 having a hell of a year so far. Really playing is. good. It kind of scares me that the Eagles might fall back to earth at some point, but Maybe. right now they're looking good. And Jalen Hurts is playing out of his mind. Eagles are three and zero. Commanders fall to one and two. Uh, J- uh, what, what the hell is his name? Carson Wentz. Carson he, Wentz. Uh, he got sacked nine times. Yep. His former team was just saying hello to him nine times. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the afternoon games and surprise, what a surprise. upset of the week. Seriously. Jacksonville Jaguars blow out the Chargers thirty-eight to ten. I want to give props. To the Jags and Trevor Lawrence, 262, three touchdowns, no picks. James Robinson, 17 carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Justin Herbert never should have played in that football game. No, so if you put takeaways from this game, Herbert was hurt. Keenan Allen didn't play. Uh, Bosa is on IR now because he (laughs) had surgery. Bosa. Not Bofa, Bosa. Yeah, uh, Jared Guyton, their wide receiver, he's out. He tore his ACL in this game. And Matthew Slater, their left tackle, also tore his ACL, and he's out for the year. So, it looks And like, they it looks, also lost um, J.C. Jackson to injury again. Yes, yeah, so this Chargers team looks like they might be in trouble now with all these are the, injuries. Are happening. the Chargers the most cursed team in the NFL? I think so. They they're have, a damn good team. They're a damn good team, but, man, the injuries just seem to just plague them and kill them. And I really think that it's it, – like, granted, they're in Denver's division, but, I like, I don't – you don't want to see anyone get hurt. Like, I really No, don't. never. And especially a team like this that's so talented and they're just now decimated with all these injuries. And, and it's just – I think it's it could be a long year for, for, for them now. Especially losing Slater – the left tackle. That's bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to the other LA team. They played the mm. the Rams headed to Arizona to face the Cardinals. And the Rams didn't give up a touchdown on defense. They win 20 to 12. Fourth down. 
the snap, the hold, the kick, all good. And it's a 20. Nope, the onside kick sails high in the air, but Higby is there to cover it up. The hands team up to the challenge for the Rams. Uh, Kyler Murray sucked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he I actually mean, was the he, he had 314 yards through the air, but they had no running game just whatsoever. Cooper Cup just did it all too, catching and running. <laughs> yeah, had his first rushing touchdown. Just feed him the ball, and he'll. he'll he only find had a way four to get catches him. on the day, but Rams—they just—they're the better team. Their defense Clint. stood up, and the defense is helping the team, the offense, because the offense looks very lackluster. Yeah. Um, also, I have a fun stat about Kyler Murray. Oh God. Kyler Murray, when he, Kyler when he has ten plus rushes on a game, what's their record? In a game? In a game. They're undefeated. I'd say the what are they? Like thirteen. Nine and, and, nine and one. It's pretty good. When he has five to nine carries, what's their record? One and nine. Fourteen and fourteen. Wow. When he rushes less four times or fewer, what is their record? Winless. Oh, 11 and one. Wow. So run more than 10 times. When the Cardinals don't have their dual threat quarterback doing dual threat stuff, they're trash. Mm-hmm. And right now they're trash. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you contain Kyler Murray, you're going to win the game. Uh-huh. Moving on along. Snooze fest uh, this, here. This game was Boring as hell. The Packers win 14 to 12 over the Buccaneers. Mm. Uh, Bucks had a, they t- they got a late touchdown but couldn't convert the two points. Play clock at one. Get it off. Brady throwing end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. Pressure. Steps away, throwing tip, incomplete. The Packers are going to win it. Devondre Campbell says no, no. He got his hands on it, and Green Bay's going to hang on. Yeah, this game was just just really boring. I mean, I didn't expect it to be this low scoring. I figured this would be like a 28 to 24 game and last second touchdown happening, but what a snooze fest this was. A real letdown, I think. Neither team could run the ball. Oh, God. Lord, Leonard Fournette, 12 carries, 35 yards. Aaron, or for Green Bay, Aaron Jones, 12 carries, 36 yards. A.J. Dillon, 12 carries, 32 yards. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 255, t- two touchdowns and a pick. Tom Brady, 271 and a touchdown. That's it. I, I'm not even going to say I, – I, I, both te- teams have very good defenses. Both of I, I, That's right, both of I just think both offenses are atrocious right now. No one had a wide receiver. No. And I, no. Think, I think you're going to see the Packers continue to struggle offensively. Yeah, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones did not play for Tampa Bay. Uh-uh. And, and Mr. Lizard Lazard, did he – no, he played. He did. He had four catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. It was Romeo Dobbs. Eight catches, 73 yards, and a touchdown. So the mm. rookie came out, but that was it, man. That game sucked. It was bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, the final afternoon game, the 
Atlanta Falcons went across the country to face the Seattle Water Pigeons. And the Falcons win a close one, 27-23. I want to say this again. In a team that says we want to run the ball and play good defense, you did neither. You ran the ball 22 (laughs) times and threw for 44 times. And your defense is atrocious. Yeah, Seattle is just starting to look like the team that we knew they would be. Like, they're just not that good. I mean, Geno Smith, 325 yards and two touchdowns, but he threw an interception that ended the game. That's what you get. That's what you get. Water pigeons, trash, bottom of the league. <laughs> Suck it. Yep. There you go. <laughs> oh, Falcons won a game, so there you go. Yep. Uh, Sunday night game, the Broncos oh, win. The talk most, about another snooze fest. They yeah. win the most boring game I've ever seen, 11-10 to 10, over the San Francisco losers. Um, We'll talk about this game more in depth. The only thing I can really take away is that Russell Wilson, when he needed to make have a drive, he had the drive. Mm-hmm. And the Niners suck. So, yeah, if you're relying on Jimmy G to throw and put the game on his shoulders, he's not going to win it for you. Mm-hmm. And this this game showed it. It really did. And the Monday night game, the Cowboys beat the Giants in a divisional rivalry in New Jersey, 23-16. Cooper Rush. He's not playing half bad. He's doing good. Also, Tony Pollard, better than Zeke Elliott. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously. And I think it, it, it if this keeps up the end of the year, Eric, I think Zeke Elliott might be getting cut. And they're going to probably uh, keep the cheaper, younger version, who's, uh, you know, t- Tony Pollard. I Tony would. Pollard, 13 carries, 105 yards. He averaged 8.1 yards per carry. Zeke Elliott, 15 yards, seven or 15 carries, 73 yards, average 4.9 yards per carry in a touchdown. It's I mean, just, that's not a bad game from Elliott. It's just Pollard is Pollard just Yeah, Pollard just has that quicker boost to him than Elliott does. Exactly. And the Thursday night game, the debacle of player health and safety. Oh dear God. Uh, here we the go. Dolphins went into Cincinnati to face the Bengals. The Bengals were in their new white helmets, which looked Queen. Oh, those unis were sweet. I love them. The, and the crowd doing the whiteout in the stands too was awesome. Yeah, that was. Uh, Bengals get the much-needed win, twenty-seven to fifteen. Dolphins lose their first game of the season, and they are the ditzes of the week. Oh boy! So yeah, a nice little transition there to the next uh, segment yeah, there. So, so let's 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 rewind the, the the clock back to last Sunday, to a tongue of ILO. If you guys haven't seen the video, highly recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. He he throw he lobs the ball up trying to avoid getting sacked, gets pushed over and falls down, head slant, bounces off the turf, mm. and he gets up. You see him shaking his head. Like he's like trying to he, knock off the cobwebs. And he falls sad. down. He, well, he fell down. He, he gets Ugh. he gets his head back and you know he's shaking off the cobwebs, stumbles, and has to have a teammate hold him up. Derek, when you see that, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? Well, concussion, he clearly needs help. I mean, I can vouch. I mean, I've, I mean, speaking from someone who's had them before, I've had two of them in my life, and they're scary. And mm-hmm. when you get your head hit that hard, like, you, you need to just – you're done. You need to just go off to the side. And, like, when I saw that happen and then I heard he came back in the game, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, he shouldn't have came back. So – and I want to make this clear, Pete. They said it was a back injury. 
and he cleared concussion protocol. He, he got out of it. Uh, fine. But if it's a back injury, tell us what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's really pissing me off is they just said it's a back injury. Yep. Is it like we know? So Jameis Winston has a back injury and we know exactly what it is. He has fractures in his spine. Yeah, the, that's what the Saints told us. Yeah. They told us that. What's to his injury? So, and because on just from looking at it, it looks like Tua got his bell rung and he smacked the back of his head on the turf and has a concussion. Mm-hmm. Four days later, he's playing in a game. Thursday night, yeah. Thursday night. He's dropping back, rolling out, gets sacked. Does gets get slapped. Thrown, thrown, thrown pretty thrown yeah. into the turf pretty head. Yes, his he head, does. his head lands. Head and back. Yeah. And his back. He lands and his arms are stiff, like up over his face mask. And you see his fingers like kind of like that's he- that's stuff. a head injury. I I I've seen that happen before in person. And when that happens to somebody, that's that's a major head injury, like major concussion right there. And then he's cleared and flies home with the team. Mm-hmm. Now, if the hospital, because he was at the hospital and they cleared him to go back and fly with his team. I, I don't know. We don't know the full details and maybe we never will. Here's the thing though. We need to know exactly what happened. If the dolphins are at fault for this, they're in a heap of trouble. They're already in a heap of trouble. They're already well, under a microscope. Well, for yeah, tampering with Sean Payton and the whole Tom Brady incident. Yeah, now they could be really in deep trouble with this whole. And Mike McDaniel's can sit there and say whatever the bleep he wants, where he's like, so, "I would never let this happen. I would never let this happen." Yeah. From the optics, it looks like you let this happen. Yep, it does. It looks Your like quarterback. You just... And if it was a wide receiver, I think it'd be a different story. Because we wouldn't be talking about this. Yes. It's your quarterback. And also, the reason people are up in arms over this, like me, is there's a thing, there's a culture in the NFL. Shake it off and get your ass back out there and play. And mm-hmm. it's starting to shift away from that, but it's kind of ingrained in football families, which too is, is to play. It's faith and football. Yep. That's how he was raised. So I have to – and you hear stories from Drew Brees who said he, was, he got knocked the bleep out and then lied about it and came back into play. Heinz mm-hmm. Ward, he told a story mm-hmm. where he got his bell rung. He got knocked the F out. Oh, I, oh, I remember And he it, grabbed yeah. his ankle. Yep. And they, the, the, the medical staff had to hide his helmet so he didn't go back in the game because he knew wow. as soon as he let them know that he had the C word, he wasn't going to play, and he wanted to play. That's the problem with the NFL. We said it with the Chargers. Justin Herbert, who has rib injuries, they shot him up before the game mm. so that he could play. Stop! Like they, um, like they did to Tyrod Taylor, but they punctured his lung. It, uh, that's another great point. There you go. In order for Tyrod Taylor to play, a and doctor had, went to go shove a needle in him. He had the same injury, too, something with his ribs. Yep. Rib cartilage fracture. Mm-hmm. It, it drives me nuts. And it's because of how the NFL is set up where it's 17 games and they're all super important. 
Yeah. No, they're not. In, in in my opinion, the Dolphins need to sit to it until he's 100%. Let his back, and most importantly, let his head and his brain heal before you put him back out there. I, I want to make this comparison. Now, they're two different leagues, and this league doesn't really care about player safety either. They don't care about their players. It's the NHL oh, because boy. of yeah. the Blackhawks situation. They don't care about their players at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we've talked about. We've yeah. talked about at length, but they have severe concussion protocols. Derek, when you have a concussion in the NHL, it's a minimum automatic 10 game IR. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to even sniff the ice. You can't go anywhere near the ice, near the weight room. You have to wait 10 days and then you're cleared to go if you do not show signs. The NA, the NFL is like, ah, hey, you good next week? All right, sure. let's go. They should – the NFL should implement something like that, I think. The And the NFL is constant head contact. It should be two weeks. Mm-hmm. It should. Yeah. But in the, in the NFL, it's it's a week, and then they're usually back out there playing. We've had we had the same thing happen with Bo Byram. He's dealt with head injuries oh, his yeah. whole career. He missed a good four or, months of the season. Or who was it also to our defender, Johnson? Which one, Johnson, was it? Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson that had the really bad He missed the whole season. He missed the whole season, yes. Bo Byram's missed a cut. He was contemplating retiring Mm. because of his head injury. And what did the Avs do? Not, well, if you don't get back in there, we're voiding your contract. No, it's Joe Sackick said, go spend time with your family. Go Mm -hmm. do what you need to do, recover. And he called him every week, like, how are you feeling? What's going on? Yeah, you're not good to play. Okay, let's talk next week. There is a culture in the NFL that makes me sick that they let these players like I have to sit here and believe Tua lied his way through that concussion protocol. I I truly think until I'm proven wrong, I think that's what happened. I think Tua probably did say he was fine, and then and yeah, I think that's why he was able to get back in the game. Because he wants to go in and play, yeah. He wants to play. He's a young guy. He's on he's on the hot seat for quarterback. If they don't make it this year, he might be done. Hmm. So there's a culture in the NFL of next man up. And if you if you're if you're hurt, we'll just replace you, which is BS. And then there's also a culture of just knock off the dust, shake off the cobwebs, get back out there. That needs to change. Mm-hmm. So shame on the Dolphins, shame on Tua, shame on Mike McDaniel, shame on the NFL. Yes. If I'm a head coach and I can sit there and say, oh, no, I would never let that happen, but I see my quarterback stumble and fall, I don't care if he comes running back out. I'm saying, no. If, if I believe what Mike McDaniel says, he would have said, no, I'm not letting Tua back in the game. Yeah, he sh- he, and that's what he should have done, and I think no he really No game the ball. is more – important than making sure a young man has a life after football else a shame on the chargers i mean yeah because if there's if you need any prime examples it's it's sad but look at vincent jackson and junior sale look at the bad head injuries I, they have and look what happened with the both of them after their junior, careers th- are over this one breaks my heart because i i grew up adoring junior sale mm-hmm. he killed himself with a shotgun but didn't shoot himself in the head to so get that it they could at. look at his head, mm-hmm. look at his brain, because he knew he had CTE from all the head injuries he had. Yep. 
if you guys have a chance, go to Dan Patrick Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. Nice plug. Um, <laughs> listen to Rodney Harrison talk about this. And I think it was like his second hour of the show. He goes, CTE makes you super depressed. It does. He, he's like, Rodney Harrison is like, I've been depressed because I know I have these head issues. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm paying for it now. And I wish to God I had. He's like, you make more money in the long run, but your long-term health is more important. And I think that's what the NFL needs to go towards. It's a violent sport. My roommate and I were talking about this. He made a good point. It's a gladiatorial arena that we're let that we're throwing these players into and we chuck buckets of money at them to watch them beat the ever-living hell out of each other each week. Yep. And I don't have a problem with that. I love football. I love the game. But you got to take care of player safety. Got to take care. You got to you got to get more stricter and have policies for it. Yeah, I agree. All right, move the hell on. I'm, I'm, I'm angry. Moving on. Uh, let's go and talk about you know, another sad. Well, not really as depressing, but Colorado sports team update. Ding, 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 ding. They all let's... suck ass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's start. How about Air Force? Let's start with the, the good team first. Woo! Yeah. So uh, they, are, they are currently leading college football, the nation, Yes. in rushing. And right now, as we speak, they are hosting Navy in Colorado Springs. They are up 10 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, the quarterback has a passing touchdown. How about that? I just saw that. <laughs> Pretty awesome. He's got five passes, four of them completed for 124 yards and a touchdown. Woo! There you go. They don't throw the ball at all. But Air Force, uh, the only good team here in the in the state this year, because the other they two teams defense and they run the ball. Yes. Also, Navy's uh, atrocious, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we don't really need to touch on these two, but CU's playing Arizona today. And no, Derek, we got to play my game. What's that? Oh, what's the game? Can can the Colorado college teams cover not win, but cover? No, they can't. See, (laughs) see, both of them can't, especially CU. Eric, the last three games are almost pretty much every game this season, they've allowed every team to put almost 40 or. Three teams did put over 40 on them. And the Buffs have only managed in between 10 and 17 points a game this year. Yeah. By the way, CSU is off this week. They are not playing. So they can't lose. They can't lose. They well, they, play they, next week. Who they play? Uh, Nevada. Oh, that's a loss. And uh, so CU... There's no line on that one. But CU is 17 and a half point <sighs> underdogs to Arizona, who's two and two. It's just bleak, man. They don't have anything good for them. Uh, honestly, I see Arizona probably putting 40 up again. Well, so the over-under is 57 and a half. How many points? Over-under, Derek, how many points does Arizona score out of those 57 and a half? I say 48 and the Buffs have 10. 48-10, I'm calling it. So 58. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Uh, Yep. I don't know what to say. There's really not much to say in this in this segment. Uh, also, too, real quick, the Rockies suck. They're 65 <laughs> and 91. 
They're finishing <laughs> off. They're finishing off the year against the Dodgers. They're not going to win. So there you go. Isn't it a six-game set against the six, Dodgers? Six-game set. They're probably going to lose them all. So yeah, that's all. Well, I'm and then say here with the, the Rockies, we talked about this too, just briefly. They're like CU. They have nothing. Yeah. Like we've talked, I've compared them to the Diamondbacks because the Diamondbacks aren't good either, Mm -hmm. but they have young pieces that are, that give me hope. Like Zach Gallon, all those stats I gave you, Mm -hmm. he's such a good pitcher. Very good. They have a guy who ran, uh, it was a double down the line, like the ball landed in the corner. He went first to home in a good four seconds. And it was like, oh my God, they've got a guy whose name is Stone Garrett and he is jacked. (laughs) <laughs> he wears one of those tight jerseys and he bashes the ball. They have a, their first baseman, uh, Christian Walker, has 35 home runs. Mm-hmm. They're fun. They're exciting. They're young. Rockies are just boring. They paid have... Chris Bryant a hundred billion thousand quadrillion dollars to be injured and play 20 games. Yeah, it's just which I kind of saw coming. Yeah, uh, it's it blows my mind. So. Colorado, the only thing we got going is the Avs play in less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. Nuggets and will also be starting in a couple Nuggets weeks. Nuggets will be kicking off. The Broncos have a winning record, although don't they feel 0-3? Yeah, they really do. <laughs> the way their offense has been All looking. Right. All right. What's next, D-Money? Uh, uh, let's touch on some uh, college college football. There's Man, and real quick, let's touch on this. <laughs> FC Austin <laughs> played Warner. So these are two, what are they, small? F, so it's FS or SF Austin. Very small. Hosted Warner. They're, they're FCS schools. Final score, not kidding you. This is a Madden score. FC Austin beat Warner 98 to nothing. And FC <laughs> Austin's quarterback, Eric, had nine touchdown passes. Derek, it, nine. Was, it was 35 nothing in the first quarter. Yeah, it's. It was bad. Don't they have a mercy rule? No, not no. In P, <laughs> in peewee leagues, but not in the pros and not in college. You get to the big boy leagues, you just you gotta you gotta take that L and and just oh, leave. That's so funny. I that's that's awful. But uh, yeah, let's look at some games. Interesting games going on right now. Um, Michigan, number four in the country, in Iowa, they're up ten nothing, about to go into halftime, but. Michigan lost their quarterback for the year too. How how, yeah. how about right now TCU spanking number 18 Oklahoma 27 to 10. And I speaking Oklahoma and, misses their coach. And speaking Lincoln of that, Riley. how about last week Kansas State beating Oklahoma last mm-hmm. week? What an upset that and was. Kansas State's beating Texas Tech right now 13 nothing. Yeah, just unbelievable. Like, Another good game. game currently going. Ole Miss hosting number 14, hosting number seven, Kentucky. Will Levis uh, projected to be a number one overall pick right now. Not number one, uh, first round pick. But two 4-0 teams going at it. Ole Miss 16-6 right now. Um, later on, Dude. Alabama going to Arkansas. Number two going to number 20. That'll be good. And then you have number nine, Oklahoma State at number 16, Baylor. That should be good. And how about this? Number 10, North Carolina State at 4-0 going to number 5, Clemson. And Clemson, DJ Ulungalele has looked be. better, but not great. And real quick, what happened yesterday? How about UCLA knocking off Washington last night? Did you see that? 40-32. to 32. So Washington 
falls from the undefeated ranking. UCLA is now five and zero. They're going to be ranked after that win, man. Sure. Oh, as for they sure. should, as they should be. They, they should be it. absolutely. Um, not really much going. I think the best game of the week is going to be number twenty-two Wake Forest going to number twenty-three Florida State. Florida State's having a damn good season, four and zero. Yeah. Um, Ohio State playing Rutgers. That's going to be a bloodbath. Eric, real quick, the Colorado and Arizona game. You can go to the game today if you live in Arizona. Tickets are as low as $4. Well, let's go, dude. The game is at 7.30, so we got time. Uh, we got time to make it. We got time to schedule a flight and get out there. Yeah. Um, so some good college matchups this week. We'll see how, um, we'll see how they play out. Uh, next week, by the way, Texas and – Oklahoma, mm-hmm. always a fun. The Red River Rat, Red River Ravelry. Yeehaw. That's, that's going to be a good game. Um, so yeah, I think Alabama Arkansas is probably going to be the most the most viewed one to watch. Mm-hmm. But all right, what next, D money? Uh, next we got Derek's Lounge. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. And we are back. Are we? Two. Yes, we are. Derek's Lounge. Man, I got some doozy stories for you here, Eric. But first, let's start. Miles Miles Garrett was issued a citation because he was involved in a single car crush on Monday. Oh, boy. Yeah, I suppose the thing is, is it was on a wet road and he was trying to avoid an animal and he was driving his Porsche 20 miles over the speed limit, if I'm not mistaken. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he came flying over a hill, went airborne, and he took out a fire hydrant and rolled three times. Yeah, look, that's going to happen. I yeah. mean. So, yeah, it, pain, wrist, hand, right bicep, and left shoulder, he said, were all sore. And he also had a cut on his right hand. But, yes, he was going 65 in a 45 zone. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So Not he, good. Was, he was issued a citation, and luckily uh, he didn't severely hurt himself or anyone else. And he, I mean, it, it could have been bad, especially when you come flying yeah. over a hill like that. You just never know. And, no kidding. And there's um, even a possibility he may even play this weekend, Eric. No way. How about that? What did we do? Mm. Mm-hmm. I know. Coach, no, yeah, they're right Kevin. here. Miles Garrett ruled out for week four. Oh, okay. But Kevin Stefanski has yet to rule him out. Yeah, that's that was this yesterday. So they must have just reached they, they just, I, I see it right here. It just ruled him out. So they just announced it. Okay. Woo-hoo. All right. Next story here. How about look this is pretty cool. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are donating money, of course, to the hurricane victims. And the NFL says they are going to match it, whatever they come up with and donate so the nfl and tampa bay are each going to donate monies to people dealing with hurricane ivan how about that be clapping can't hear it slow clap for (laughs) the nfl for doing what you should congratulations There you go. Eric's first one of the day. We should just make this a rated R show. (laughs) I mean, 
we could. We're on the internet. But yeah, so the NFL and Tampa Bay are doing the right thing as they should. And man, if you've seen some of these pictures, it's it's bad, Eric. It's a really bad hurricane out there that's hitting. Actually, mm-hmm. it, it almost pushed. NFL almost had to have uh, Tampa Bay and the Chiefs go play in Minnesota this weekend, but they are they announced and said, "Hey, look, it's not going to be that bad." And they they said, "Nope, they should be able to play in Tampa Bay this weekend," which is a Sunday night game, by the way. <gasps> and on to our last story, Eric. This one's a doozy: a horse race and jockey has been banned for two months for pushing his opponent off a horse during a race. (laughs) (laughs) Won't get it here! (laughs) So horse jockey Christoph Solman was left (laughs) apologizing after he elbowed him in the face, Rosa Ryan. (laughs) He elbowed him in the face and then proceeded to push him off his horse during a race. <laughs> so he was handed a two-month suspension for his actions, which fans and you know social media were calling saying he should get a lifetime ban for being such a chicken you-know-what because he realized he was going to lose the race, Eric, so he pushed him off his horse. What a poor sport. <laughs> Take that L and just, and just I mean, handle it. You're not going to win the race. I know that's super dangerous because he can get trampled when he falls off, but that's just, it's that backyard BS. Like, he's but about Eric, to win. Get out of here. So, the way he's about, yeah, there, like, you watch the videos out there. If you watch him, he went like this, got so close to him, elbowed him. And, and then after he elbowed him, yep, you just see him go like this, just a simple push. And then off he goes, tumbling in the grass. So, the elbows, like, if he had just went like, meh and pushed him off that would be funny the elbowing is a there's a line and you leaped over it he pushed him off his horse yeah and his excuse solomon said i was simply putting my elbow up in hopes of making him aware that i was next to him What that an was, ass, man. This that guy's was, a jerk. That was his excuse for throwing the elbow. But this guy is yet, such a jerk. But yet he they asked him, Well, what was your excuse for the push? He had nothing to say. <laughs> we can laugh about it now because Ryan, the guy he pushed off the horse, he took a couple tumbles, but he was able to walk off just fine. No injuries. But yeah, there's a lot of people up in arms, especially betters that were out there saying, Hey, you cost me money by doing this to the guy I put money on. So that is what has people up in arms is mostly people who were betting on this race saying this is crap and he should be banned for doing such a cowardly act. But there you go. Those are my, uh, those are my stories for the week. Figured that I would save that one. Uh, the best for last. <laughs> what an ass dude. That's, been, that's pretty good though. Huh? That's pretty funny. But do you think, what do you think? Two months? Is that too much, or do you think he should get more? Uh, he should probably get super fined too. I think he should get fined. Uh, he as should well. probably he should probably lose his sponsorships. He mm-hmm. should because um, it's like probably lose his job. Like yeah, he probably should be kicked out. That is a, that is. I mean, it really is a really like piss poor excuse to just be a sore loser. Like, come on, yeah. dude, you're, you're gonna lose. Just take it. Try and win the next race. Exactly. 
Okay, let's move it on to stats of the week. All right, who wants to go first? Me or you? I'll go first this week. Okay. All right. First off, since the start of last season, the Buffalo Bills are 0-6 in one-score games. Wow. There's only one opponent who has been worse in that span in one-score games. Derek, can you name the team? Another team that's been worse than that? It's been worse than 0-6 in one-score games. Oh. God, who else is? The Falcons. It's got to be them. Close. The Texans. The Texans, the reason they're worst is because of the tie to the Colts. Hmm. They're 0-6-1 in that span. Wow. I figured it'd be the Falcons, you know, because they tend to kind of blow leads and not really hang on to the game. Hmm. All right. Here's here's another football one, Derek. The Broncos Mm -hmm. are the first team to win with exactly one touchdown one field goal, and one safety since the Vikings did it in 2008. In those games, both QBs went out of the back of the end zone for safeties. That's the infamous infamous Dan Orlovsky running out of the back of the end zone. Mm. Bofa. Bofa D's quarterbacks. Yeah, how about that? Uh, Let's see here. Cooper Rush is the first QB since 1969 to have a game-winning drive in each of his first three career starts. Hashtag quarterback controversy. Now, Jerry Jones, there's a thought to think about in the shower. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. On Wednesday, it was the first time Jonathan Taylor in his football career that he missed a practice. That includes high school, college, and the NFL. That's pretty impressive. Get a life. Uh, Jesus, Eric. <laughs> uh, uh, college football stat. Middle Tennessee State is now 3-0 all-time versus Miami. That's the most wins without a loss by any team against Miami. So you. What'd you say again? Oh, Jesus. He's not even looking. He's, he's not even paying attention. I am. Oh, no, I heard you about the, the middle Tennessee against Miami three, you know? Okay. Yes. It's the it. only team to it's the best record against that team in any span. Gotcha. Okay. Every NFL team's point differential, Derek, the Buffalo bills lead with plus 53. They've outscored their opponents. Can you give me the number two team who's outscored their opponents most and then the team who's been outscored the most so far? Team that's been outscored the most has got to be the Titans. It is. They are minus 33. Okay. And then second? Eagles? They're third. Your Jacksonville Jaguars are second at plus 46 because in the last two weeks they've given up 10 points. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. And they put up 38 on the Chargers. Yeah. 38 and 24. All right. But true stats, Derek. <laughs> Lamar Jackson has more total touchdowns by himself than these teams. He's got 12. These oh teams include the 49ers, Cardinals, Falcons, Bills, Panthers, Steelers, Bengals, Bears, Browns, Cowboys. Wow. Buccaneers, Broncos, Packers, 
Texans, Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Seahawks, Rams. Okay, so they have the league. Dolphins, Vikings, Patriots, Commanders, Saints, Giants, Jets, Eagles. So explain why the Ravens didn't pay him. <laughs> Stubbornness. Yeah, seriously. So we give Kirk Cousins a bad rap for his uh, Monday night performances, right? Oh, God, yeah. I got someone who's worse. Daniel oh. Jones is 0-9 on prime time. I saw that on this last Monday night game. I was like, oh, boy, he's bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Crazy but true baseball stat, B-Money. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Braves are six games away from being the first team in MLB history to end a season without a fill-in-the-blank. Without a – I don't know. Sack bunt. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crazy but true Niners trash stats. Oh, boy. Jimmy Garoppolo only threw one more completion than there were punts in the game. He had 18 completions. There were 17 punts. <laughs> oh, my God. That goes to show you how bad that game was, though. <laughs> I want to touch on this after stats of the week. 17 punts? 17 punts. God. And the Broncos had 10 of them. Oh. <laughs> well, I believe it because I was I was just sitting there like, I, I should go to bed early. <laughs> Man. All right, into a crazy but true baseball stat. Aaron Judge has been intentionally walked 18 times this year. In 2004, Barry Bonds was intentionally walked 120 times. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right, here we go, Derek. Crazy but true Bears stat. The Bears roster, their wide receivers have 23 receptions. There are four wide receivers who have 23 plus receptions. <laughs> Amon Ross St. Brown, 23. Wow. Is this, I think it's this Hollywood Brown, 24. Oh, yeah, because he last week he had 14 he had, catches. He had 14. Yeah. Stefan Diggs has 27. I believe that. And the best receiver in the league, Cooper Cup, has 28. So those four men have more catches than the entire roster of the Bears. Rece- receiving core of the Bears. Yeah. That's sad. That's that goes to show you how bad that receiving core is out there in Chicago. All right, here's it's, speaking of Chicago offenses, Corderell Patterson has more rushing yards than Justin Fields has passing yards. No, on the season. No, Corderell Patterson has 302 rushing yards. Oh, Justin Fields has 297 passing yards. And this is coming into week four, and they're two and one. Oh, boy. Uh, I got one more for you. This is hockey here. Mm -hmm. Derek, how much cap space do you think the Edmonton Oilers have after free agency? 200,000. 167. Dollars? $167. So, wow. They spent every penny they have. Here's the fun fact. They can't call anyone anyone up from the minors unless they place the guy on long-term IR. That sucks. They're kind of in the situation Vegas is in. So that's worse. Worse. So if 
if they if they if one of their guys goes down and then you know you have like you'll have like three or four guys scratch i think it's three guys mm. if if those guys are out too if they have more than three injuries they're screwed yeah oh yes yep and it's gonna happen it's the nhl oh i got one more oh boy the los angeles rams became the seventh franchise to win 600 games it's pretty good can you name the other six just other franchises and all other franchises in uh nfl oh nfl oh steelers cowboys niners gotta be there steelers are in there cowboys are not niners are not Packers. packers are bears bears you got three more lions no oh come on Derek. the lions haven't won 100 games well they've been around for a long time (laughs) i'm trying to think of teams who've been around for a long time long time one of them is in the same state as one of the teams you already mentioned patriots gotta be up there nope raiders nope i don't know who else eagles okay yeah they've been around for a while they've been good commanders yep and And giants yeah i forgot yeah once upon a time the giants and washington were both very good teams back in the day when they won their super bowls yes they were so all you got that is all i've got well back to you in the studio well some of the stats you name eric now i only currently have one stat of the week so you're welcome that's why i wanted to go first i figured so this one's pretty interesting how about this the Washington Commanders, Eric, are the only team that has not attempted a field goal this year. I saw this, yeah. How about – and I actually went and looked. I was like, that can't be true. And I went and looked, Eric. You look at all their – you look at their previous three games this year, their kicker does not have one attempt. Not one. Just extra either, points. Either they're going for it or they're not. Yeah, or he's just – he's just he, the they're only, punting. His only, so if you drafted his their kicker for fantasy, I'm I'm sorry. You probably yeah, dropped drop sure, him. Sure I'm sure I'm sure you probably already dropped him. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to touch on this real quick. Well, just a real quick thought. Yeah. With um Aaron Judge. He tied yes. the 61 home runs. 61 home runs, mm-hmm. uh, which would be the most in MLB history if you believe that Bonds, Sosa, and Maguire were all on steroids, which they were. Which they clearly were. Yeah. Um, but they're in the history books. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. The Blue Jays in one game walked Judge four times. Now, yes. I think two of them were intentional. Mm-hmm. And the other were like they pitched around the plate or whatever. There's some people out there saying that's cowardly move. I want to get your thoughts on that. If you're if if no, they, the, no, the Blue Jays want to win. So if you, you clearly want to take somebody good out the game, then purposely walk them so you can get the next guy. I, I don't see anything wrong. I agree. With the Blue and Jays I, have a good record. They want to. They want they're to they're fighting. They're trying to hold off the Rays for a playoff spot. So I don't exactly, mind it at all. So exactly, I don't see a, I don't see a problem with it. And at all. the 61st home run that he that he got, they I think the Yankees were down. Mm-hmm. So. And here's another thing. It also kind of shows the Yankees roster. Nobody behind Judge is hitting because mm-hmm. he didn't score a run in that game. And uh, talk about another player that's didn't get paid. Lamar Jackson. Ravens are probably going to regret Lamar Jackson. The Yankees clearly are regretting not 
giving not paying Aaron Judge any money too. Here's the thing I would say though. If I go into negotiations against Judge, it's like, well, you clearly reached your peak. You're never going to hit 60 plus home runs again. Mm, that might cost you him in signing him, but yeah. Also, Dan Patrick said this this week. Keep an eye on the San Francisco Giants trying to make a run at Judge. Possibly. He's from there. He is. So, He's a Cali boy. All right. I just wanted to get your thoughts because I agree. It, like, let's, if it was I don't the have Rockies an issue. pitching that. around him, grow a pair and let him hit the home run. If it was the Rockies pitching around him, I'd be like, you're stupid. You have nothing to lose. You suck. Just, just throw, throw him the ball. Just throw the damn ball. And like, as a competitor, if I'm up there and my coach says F4, I'd be like, I want to go after him. I want to try and strike him out. Seriously. If I give up the home run, pull me. That, that's yeah. how that would be my thing. But I get why the Blue Jays did. You want to win. Yes. Okay, on on to our next one. Oh, God. Let's talk about the snooze fest that is the Denver Broncos. So, yes, they they, they won. But they won by a single point, and they won in the most ugly, boringest fashion ever. As Eric said, 17 combined punts. Ten of them were from Denver. Hey, but your punter was special teams player of the week in the AFC. Hooray! Great. But it's just a couple of the series they had on offense just reminded me of the last couple of years, and it was predictable, and that's what made me sick to my stomach. It was the same thing, Eric. We saw run, run, pass, punt, run, run, pass, punt, and I was just like, oh, here we go again. Here we go. It's Here's the same the crap I've seen for the last six years. Here's the thing that's different from last year's, though. When you needed a game-winning drive – your quarterback did it. He did. He came And that's through. why you went out and you got Russell Wilson. The game sucked, but you had you needed one drive and you got your one drive. Yeah, because if you had, you know, Teddy Two Gloves or Drew Locke back there, you'd probably be 0-3 this year. Exactly. I think you would be. Now, I, it just goes back to me saying the Broncos were going to struggle offensively, and it continues. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. That's what I was getting ready to say. I knew they were going to have their ups and downs, but I did not see it being this horrible. God, I did not see it being this bad. Here's another thing I want to see from the Broncos. Javante mm. Williams, 15 carries, 58 yards. Keep Melvin Gordon, 12 carries, 26 yards. Just stop it. Stop. Just stop trying to balance and have them each. No, give Williams the ball more. I, like, I was just about to say, give Williams three more carries, take three away from Gordon. Yeah, because now Williams, Gordon did have the only touchdown for the Broncos, which was fine. Yeah, but Williams is just the better back. He, he is. Anyone with a pair of eyes can see that. Yeah. Now, I want to say this too. The defense did play exceptionally well. Oh, yes. Let's let's put that out that these first three weeks, the defense is playing really good. And and I, it was encouraging to see how well they played without, you know, these last couple of weeks without uh, Justin Simmons. So that's encouraging to see. And, and only, you know, they can only get better when he comes back. But they're turning the ball over. They're getting takeaways, which is yeah. huge because that's something this defense lacked. The last well, couple of years. And if Garoppolo didn't step out of the back of the end zone, they would have had a pick six. They really would have. And, yeah, Garoppolo, as or Dan Orlovsky said, thanks for getting – thanks for being the new uh, blooper of the century. Uh, don't, Orlovsky's is way <laughs> worse, man. Orlovsky ain't off the hook. I mean, him running away from Jared Allen. He ran, in the, he ran out of the end zone like it was the safe zone and he couldn't get touched. 
and Jared yeah, Allen just play is over. And Jared Allen just pointed and laughed at him. He was he was playing like you you're playing tag or whatever you know and like when you're in high like you're young like hey this is the safe zone you can't come in here I'm safe if I'm in here that's yep. what Dan Orlovsky did. But, but I still say, I still think it's pretty. Funny. I'll say this about the Bron- or the Broncos defense: you held the Niners to 88 rushing yards. That's good. That's pretty good. And they the Niners were one for ten on third downs. That's good. That's really that's good. really good. Yes. So. Uh, if, they, if their offense can just match what their defense is doing, this team could be pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, another thing with the Broncos, without Judy being 100% yeah. and Tim Patrick down, they have no depth at receiver. No, that, that was their strongest point heading into this season with Sutton, uh, Hamler, Judy, and Patrick. And now with Patrick – done for the year and Judy and Hamler in and out of the lineup because yeah. of injuries. Sutton's your only go-to guy. And where did the tight ends go? You, you, you were using them a lot the first two games and Ogo Agnabal, two targets, one catch. Andrew Beck. Yeah. And, and like Andrew you, Beck didn't even have a target. No. And like you said, I think when Dolchich is able to come back, that could be a huge thing maybe for this I, team. I would, I'm excited to see Dolchich with Russell Wilson. Cause he's like a, Gronkowski, no, and so uh, uh, try a Kittle kind of guy where he's very good. So I think if when he, catch him, yeah, when he's able to come back, if you get him and Alberto each out there, it's it, that might be a pretty you know deadly one-two punch right there at your tight end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but that's when he comes back. Yeah. Now, another thing I want Russell Wilson to do is run more. Because it was like every time he ran, he was very hesitant to do it. Just just run, buddy. Yeah. That's part of your game. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray stat. When he runs less than four or four or less they, times, they're they, awful. They, they there don't you go. Run. There you go. So and if Russell Wilson, I'm, I would assume the stats are very similar. Maybe a little less of the losing with the less running. But I want to see him run the ball more. And you're going to have to do it against this Raiders because they've got a pass rush. Yeah, so one thing they did in this game, thank God Nathaniel Hackett did a better job with time management. Time because outs. he hired someone to basically babysit him up in the booth and be like, call time Yes, out. yes. And, but still, the play calling and the execution on offense, Hackett, you got to get better at it because it is just bad. It, look, it looks bad. And, I mean, you have the whole stadium booing your offense. Even when, yeah. you're, wi- even when you're winning, they're booing you because – the product you're putting out there is just is just bad. It's it's just really bad and it's boring. Yeah, it it, it was extremely boring. Um, but so Derek, what? Yeah, so let's preview the to, let's preview the Raiders game now. Yeah, uh, the Raiders are going to be desperate. They they're they're, they're the most desperate team in dis- the NFL. Very all desperate. three games are one score games for them. This one makes me a little nervous for the Broncos. Well, they, they've lost four straight. They haven't beaten the Raiders in two years, so you got to put that into accountability. Uh, granted, it's Denver's not the same team they were the last two years. They have new personnel, new players, so there's that. But as you said, yeah, this isn't Vegas. It's going to be a hostile environment. You know that crowd's going to be freaking rowdy and crazy. One, because the Raiders need a win. Two, because it's a big-time division rival. Yeah, but Bronco fans travel. Yeah, they do travel. But – I just – I don't know. 
this game does have me a little worried because, yeah, on paper you look 2-1 and one versus 0-3. Oh, okay, yeah, it's pretty obvious. This should be a game that Denver's offense finally wakes up and they go and just wax the floor with them, but that may not be the case. Yeah. Um, but I do think this is if the Broncos offense has a chance to get really kind of rolling or they want to start rolling, it's against this, this is defense. the defense to do it because their yeah. secondary is atrocious. Yeah, their secondary, like like Crosby and Chandler Jones, you can't take them away. They're both very no. good pass rushers, but what you have going on behind them, it's it's bad. It's very, very bad. And I think that is a weakness that Denver's gotta they gotta attack. And if they and if Russell Wilson can execute in this game, you know, with Sutton and use his tight ends and even use, you know, Williams or Gordon in the backfield to catch the ball. I mean, yeah, you got to take advantage of a crappy defense. You want to get that confidence boost. Here's your week to do it against a really, you know, bad secondary. Mm -hmm. And and the offensive line, they're really going to need to protect them in this game too. But on the flip side for the defense, you're going to have to be top notch because if there's a week to where that might look like where the defense is going to struggle, it could well, be this one. And I think that, and I think that could be too, because if, what, what for the last 10 years, what have they struggled covering tight ends? And you yep. have a damn good tight end coming in. Top this five game. tight end. Darren you, have Waller. A, you have a damn good tight end coming into this game. So you better find somebody that's going to be on him all game. And not to mention, you got to worry about him. And then you got to worry about Adams and Hunter Renfro as well. Exactly. So those, those three guys are not going to be easy for them to cover. No, one, one of them's bound to be open. And you're dealing with some injuries in the secondary too. Yeah. Not good. Pat Sertan, Pat Sertan's played phenomenal by the way, though. He has played good. So, but I don't know. Prediction. I mean, it's kind of hard to give a prediction without uh, saying anything. Yeah, just just your initial thoughts. Like I think we said, it's like mm-hmm. this one makes me nervous. It 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 does. Like I'm not gonna lie, you've lost four straight to these guys. So yeah, I don't really have a lot of confidence saying, oh yeah, they can for sure go in there and win. Sure, because because I don't know what's gonna happen. Like like we always say, division games, you never know what's gonna happen. You really don't because it could. You know, you're familiar with each other, but you just don't know how they're going to each execute. Yeah. All right. Any other NFL teams you want to talk about? I've got one. Uh, I don't think so. No. What do you got? I want to talk Cincinnati. Okay. Zach Taylor is holding this team back. The head coach, huh? The head coach. Why is that? I know he got him to a Super Bowl last year, and I think it was more or less just the team was playing really well. Joe Burrow was playing well. Joe Burrow was playing well. Here's the thing. On Thursday night, Joe Burrow was averaging 9.3 yards per attempt. Pretty good. Running the ball, your team averaged 2.2 yards per rush. Ouch. And you ran the ball 30 times. That is not good. <laughs> you have T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd. T. Higgins had seven catches, averaged 17.7 yards per reception. Jamar Chase averaged 20 yards per reception. Mm. And Boyd averaged 23 and a half yards per reception. Mm-mm-mm. The writing is on the wall. I understand you want to throw the ball. Not 30 times. 
Not when your offense is rolling with the pa- the Dolphins passing attack. Xavier Howard left the game. He did, and it was driving me nuts on those goal like they were in the red zone, and they kept running the ball, and I'm like, put the ball up with your tall receivers. You 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 may have three of the best receiving receiver best receiving core in the league, and you, I mean, take advantage of it because. Guess what? One of those guys is bound to be open every single time. One of them is. If the Bengals, if he keeps up this crappy play calling, Bengals will only win nine games. Well, and Joe Burrow may not make it through the season because he's getting beat up bad. He's been no, sacked he, how he, many times? Well, he was. It was seven and nine, but then it was only three times in the past two games. Which isn't bad, yeah. It's an improvement. Yeah. But he's got to step it up play calling because mm-hmm. that offense looks they're not very good. They're just lucky that their defense played the Dolphins really well. Yeah. And, and the Dolphins are doing the same thing, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the Bengals. The Dolphins, see, they at least ran the ball 22 times. But well, they yeah, understood it wasn't working. They averaged 3.9 yards per carry, and they, they abandoned it because, one, they had to. And plus, Teddy Two Gloves came in, too. Yeah, so hey, they had to throw the ball. Bridgewater, 14 to 23, 193, touchdown and a pick. Not bad. It's just that pick was not a good throw. No, bad throw. So that's all I wanted to say. All two gloves, man. Head two gloves. <laughs> all right. Last segment and our favorite segment. Nee, 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 nee. Derek nee, losing nee. the picks. Wow. All right. Let's move it on to the NFL week, week four. Picks. Week four. Yes, yes, yes. yes Start us off, Eric. All right. First game on the docket in London. Yes, at 7 30 in the 7:30 morning. 7 30 in the morning. You can wake up, sip some coffee, and watch your football. The Minnesota Vikings are playing the New Orleans Saints. Saints coming off the loss. Vikings coming off the come from behind win. Vikings are three point favorites in London. Derek, who are you looking at? Yeah, I give me Minnesota because as soon as I heard that the red rifle or the red BB gun was playing, I, no, I don't trust Andy Dalton, and I just think, yeah, I just think Minnesota will just take it to him. Even though Dalvin Cook is questionable with a shoulder injury, I just I don't trust Andy Dalton on that struggling offense. Yeah, Michael Thomas is out. Jameis Winston is out. Kamara has rib injuries. Jarvis Landry's questionable. Their starting offensive guard, Andrews Pete, is out with a concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to pick the Saints, but I think the, they just have too many injuries. And uh, Andy I think Dalton the Vikings just, get the job done. Andy Dalton just sucks, too. Um, I, I, I think Dalton's probably, if I had to choose between him and Winston to hold me over for a year, I'm choosing Dalton. But really? yeah, I because Jameis Winston's not going to win anything either. I'll just stick with Dalton, who plays it he, safe. Well, that's true because Winston just throws turns the ball. Over um, but watch for Chris Olave to have a game. Oh, he'll have a big game, I think. Uh-huh. All right, Derek. The next game, the snooze of the, the week so far: the Cleveland <clears throat> Browns in Atlanta facing the Falcons. Browns are two and one. Falcons got their first win of the season. Who you got? This is a tough one to pick. It really is. I kind of want to, I kind of think maybe the Falcons might do it because they're at home and they're like, hey, we got a win last week. We got momentum. But no, I think they're going to fall back to earth. Give me the Browns. 
Taking the Browns. I just, I don't know. It's just something about the Falcons offense. Just, I don't know. I just think Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb may have a field day running the ball against the Falcons. I agree with you, but I'm actually going to pick the Falcons. I I think they can pull. They're only one point underdogs at home. No Miles Garrett. The Browns' secondary is very questionable, and Drake London and Kyle Pitts have shown up. Especially Drake London. What a what a year he's having so far. The rookie, Absolutely. you know, wide receiver out of USC. Yeah, he's playing good. So I will pick the Falcons with the upset. And Kyle Pitts is finally showing up after having only four catches in two games. Oh, yes. <laughs> Next game, probably game of the week. Bills mm. coming off the loss to the mm. Dolphins. Head to Baltimore to play with Ravens. Mm. Coming off a big win. Both the teams 2-1. and one. What a damn good game this should Bills be. are three-point favorites at on the road. Wow. Who are you looking at there? I, oh, man, you know what? I think the Ravens. Nobody. I just think. I just think Lamar Jackson's just playing out of his mind right now, and I don't know. I just think they have the slight advantage because they're at home, and like I said, I just think just Lamar Jackson's just on a hot streak right now, and I think he's going to continue that hot streak. Here, I'm picking the Ravens too. Here's why. Bills injury report. Wide receiver Jake Kumaro, out. Defensive tackle Jordan Phillips, out. Mm. Cornerback Christian Benford, out. Gabe Davis, out. Dawson Knox, back at hip injury. Wow. Mitch Morris, center, out. Justin mm. Murray, offensive lineman, out. Defensive tackle Ed Oliver, out. Cornerback, wow, so... cornerback Dante Jackson, out. So... I'm sorry, Dane Jackson. So Phillips and Oliver, their two starting defensive tackles are out. Micah Hyde out for the oh. season. Jordan yeah. Poyer questionable. He's sneezing. He's sneezing in surprise. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't hear it. Um, I, I I think the Ravens are going to win this. Derek, I don't think it's close. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, hearing, I really don't think it's close. Hearing all those injuries, oh boy, what that that's bad. But yeah, I man. Just hearing that, it may not be close. But, yeah, look for Lamar Jackson to probably run and throw over these guys. Next game, Commanders 1-2 and two at the surprising 2-1 and one Cowboys. Um, Cowboys are three-point favorites, by the way. Yeah, I think Dallas is – I think I, give me the Cowboys. I think just because they're at home, they have the advantage. And it's just – I don't know. The Commanders are just – I don't know. They're just not that good, I think. I don't think the Cowboys are good either, and they've had an easy schedule. Um, I'm going with the Commanders because I don't like the Cowboys' offensive line against the front seven of the Commanders. Oh, that's true. That's, yeah. And I think Cooper Rush, could, well, I, I wouldn't say falls back down to earth because I think he's right where he's supposed to be. Um. I just like the commander's defense more against this Cowboys offense. So I'm going to take the commanders on the road wearing their all black unis, by the way. With the oh. oh yeah, that's right. They're wearing their alternate unis this weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, Derek, your lions host the Seahawks. This game opened up at Seahawks or I'm sorry, lions six and a half point favorites. It's dropped to three and a half. Probably because of the injuries they found because out. Because of all the injuries the Lions have. 
Well, I still think the Lions will find a way to get this win because clearly I just, on paper, they're just a better team than Seattle. And I think because they're at home, they'll, they'll, they'll get the win. What, you're, you're going to pick Seattle? I, I don't know, dude. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Eric, who do you trust more? Jared Goff or Geno Smith? Uh, a bullet to the brain. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I'm going to pick the Lions. Woo! I am terrified, though. TJ Hawkinson's going to have to have a game, mainly because he's on my fantasy team. And I think I look for uh, DJ Chark to, to show up in this game. He's, too. he's on the injury report, too. But more than likely, I think he's and probably going to And so go. is Josh Reynolds. They don't have any receivers. Yeah. So, but I'm hey, I'll, I'll Look for Jamal Williams to have a big game in this one, though. Uh, I'm scared. Since he's the main running back, he's going to have a big game, I think. Uh, I'm scared. I, yeah, I don't you, like it. You picked the Lions. I, I know, but I'm scared. Whatever. Go. <laughs> Next game, Chargers looking for a bounce-back win against the winless Texans. The depleted Chargers. So, is this an upset of the week, Eric? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Give me the Chargers because, <laughs> well, the Chargers are clearly more talented. Even though they're decimated with all these injuries, they're a better team. And I, I look for them to get a bounce-back win and for the Texans to remain winless. I 100% agree. I, I just, I really don't like the Texans' offensive roster. Mm-hmm. And Davis Mills is showing why he was not a first round pick. Yep. But he's, hey, looked, he's looked bad. Real quick, though, if you have Brandon Cooks or Damian Pierce, you know, continue to keep starting them because those are about the only two players that produce for the Texans <laughs> on offense. <laughs> but don't draft anyone else on their offense, just those two guys. Or just right. keep both of them, I should say. All right, Derek, most intriguing matchup of the week. Not best, but intriguing in my opinion. The 1-2 and two Titans going to face the 1-1-1 one, one and one Colts in Indianapolis. Division game. Yeah. Um, Colts are three and a half point favorites. This one's really tough for me to pick. I want to go with the Colts, but I just have like a hankering feeling in my gut. The Titans might kind of might, might pull it out. I think this might be a game that Derrick Henry actually runs the ball very well. But I don't know. You just never know what you're going to get out of Ryan Tannehill. Um, Injury report for the Titans. Zach Cunningham, out. Amani Hooker, out. I don't know how to say that guy's name, but he's out. <laughs> uh, rookie wide receiver Kyle Phillips, their slot guy, <clears throat> excuse me, out. Mm. Um, I... And uh, Shaquille Leonard, by the way, former former Darius Leonard, is yes. questionable, so he might come back. Okay. Um, but DeForest Buckner's dealing with a little bit of an injury. I like the Colts. I think they carry the momentum from the Chiefs win. I think their offense looks a little better. I think Jonathan Taylor has the better game. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Give me the Colts, too. Because, I, like I said, just because they're at home and – they're riding high after beating the Chiefs, which the Chiefs are a good team, and I think they might ride that momentum. And man, the Titans then would fall to what one and three? Yeah. Oof. Oof. Not good. All right, Derek. Probably the worst game of the history of games. Bears oh, at the Giants. Somehow both these teams are two and one. Oh fuck. 
the Justin Jones. Fields versus Daniel Jones. Oh, God. Who was going to have the less crappy game? Uh, I think the Giants will win this game because they're at home and they have, I'm not saying their offense is just slightly better because they actually have wide receiver depth, even though Sterling Shepard just got injured and he's out for the year again. Where's ACL? Guy tears his Achilles last year, tears his ACL this year. Bad luck, but I think the Giants have the advantage just because they're at home and just the Bears, as you said, the receiving core. It's just a joke. Justin Fields <laughs> has less than 300 yards passing. And David Montgomery, if he's questionable, yeah, I, they're in trouble. I'm going to go with the Bears because you picked the Giants. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> no explanation needed. Um, what an intriguing matchup. This, this is another intriguing one. The 2-1 oh, yeah. Jags. Doug Peterson. Going back to the place that won hit, he won a Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I told my roommate if the the Eagles fans boo Doug Peterson while he's there, I'll throw it the stuff. Seriously, <laughs> just um, Jags and Eagles, Derek. Who do you got? Undefeated Eagles. Uh, I think the Eagles, just because they're at home and just J- Jalen Hurts, as we said, guy's averaging 300 yards a game and he's averaging at least 50 on the ground running it. So he's a dual threat and. A.J. Brown and what's his name? Devonta Smith are just, and, and not to mention a huge surprise, Dallas Goddard is actually having a damn good year at tight end for him too. So I think that I think Jalen Hurts keeps rolling and the Eagles win this one. So the, oh, the, the line is six and a half. I think that's high. I think it's I, high too. I think Jacksonville is a sneaky good team. Mm-hmm. They're they're well coached finally leading their division how about leading that? their division and it's not even close they no. could lose and still be leading the division <laughs> saying so um i'm gonna pick the eagles i think this is a closer game than it might because lead on to here's the thing with the eagles they score a lot in the first half mm-hmm. and then nothing in the second half yeah, I, I honestly could see this being like a thirty-one to twenty-eight game, something like that. I really could. I really could. And let, let, real quick, Trevor Lawrence is playing really good this year. Yeah, he's, he's looking really good. He's not. He's definitely showing what good coaching will do for I, you. I'm telling you, it's Doug Peterson, dude. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson is a good coach, and it's definitely rubbing off. And you're seeing how good Trevor Lawrence is playing now. Mm-hmm. All right, Derek. Another t- another game that's probably tied for worst of the week. One and two Jets going to the one and two Pittsburgh Steelers. Zach Wilson versus Mitch Trubisky. Oh, Jesus. Just Zach Pitt. Pitt. This is the game they should put Kenny Pickett in. They should. Honestly, why not? So, Zach Wilson comes back. Definitely going to give that offensive spark because he can actually run the ball. He's not a statue like Flacco. <laughs> um, Steelers are three and a half point favorites because they're at home. Yeah, give me the Steelers because they're at home. I just, I'm, I'm saying it right now. I would not be surprised if the Jets do upset them and beat them, though. I would not be surprised because I really think it could happen. But I think the Steelers just have an advantage because they're at home. I am going with the Jets mainly because you picked the Steelers. I almost went with the Jets. I actually like their offense matching up against the Steelers' defense, though. Even with it hurt, with all the injuries they got, yeah. So I think the Jets get the upset on the road. 
That'd be huge. Oh man, can you imagine that? Steelers one and three, and they lose to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna be pissed, and they're gonna be calling for Kenny Pickett. I bet you. All right, into the afternoon games. The first one is the Arizona Cardinals going to the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are surprise one point favorites at I, home. I can't believe that. You want to know why? Bye. Cardinals injury report. AJ oh. Green, hamstring. Oof. Rashard Lawrence, defensive lineman, hand. Ezekiel Turner, out. Marquise Brown, foot. Rondell mm. Moore, hamstring. Mm. Rodney Hudson, knee. Oof. JJ Watt, calf. Zaven Collins, shoulder. Okay, give me the Panthers then. <laughs> Eric, you just named three wide receivers. Yep. And DeAndre Hopkins is still suspended. Yep. Yeah, give me the Panthers. Uh, Baker Mayfield may only complete 10 passes, but two of them might go for touchdowns. <laughs> Remember, Panthers beat the crap out of the Cardinals last year, too, with Cam Newton. Remember, he's new the Yeah, and and now you're back on the unemployment. <laughs> so, yeah, give me the Panthers. With that injury report, and like we said, the way this defense has been looking for Arizona. Awful. God, they look bad. So... It, look and look for maybe LaVisca Chenault to probably have a couple touchdowns and maybe so, even a long one. The reason that that game with the Rams wasn't 27 to 12 uh, is because Cam Akers went to go stretch the ball across the goal line mm-hmm. and Buda Baker was going for his head, was yep. like going to shoulder him in the head yep. and hit the ball. Yep. So, who are you taking? Oh man, I want to pick the Panthers, but do it. They're so bad. Eric, they are bad, but the Cardinals are even worse. It's I don't know, man. Eric, you just named three receivers that are injured. Who's he going to throw the ball to? A cheerleader? Why not? Cliff Kingsbury going to come out here. I'll suit me up. I'll be a receiver. I still have James Conner running back. Yeah, that's it. Oh, he man. Can't, he, he can't catch. He can't catch them all. All right, give me the Panthers. Yeah! Hey, fallout fails. The Cardinals have Andy Isabella to catch it. Woo! <laughs> yeah, AJ Green looked bad in the Rams game. He went up. He went up to go catch the ball and fell down. Like came down and his knee buckled. Yeah, it was, that was, that was, yeah, that was bad. I saw that. Um, Panthers. All right. all right, look at you. Uh. I think the Panthers are wearing their black helmets this week, too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Game to keep an eye on. The Broncos going to the winless Mm. Raiders. We talked about it. Raiders are two and a half point favorites. Josh McDaniels. By the way, the Panthers are not wearing their black helmets. They're only wearing them on week 10. Lame. Josh McDaniels plays the Broncos his first time playing them as a head coach of an opposing team. Desperate, looking for a win. They had a players-only meeting. This game does worry me a lot because the Raiders are desperate. And as I said, Denver has lost four, four straight to them. But do you know what, Eric? He's good. I knew you were going to do it. But the Broncos, what? but the Broncos have a quarterback, and I think Russell Wilson will have that one drive, and that's all they need. I expect. Let me go. McManus is going to probably kick three field goals. 
Deborah will score once. The final score, I think, will be like 18 to 15 in this oh, game. God. And give me the Broncos. Because I just I trust Denver's defense more than the Raiders. And I think that will be the difference. I do too, but I've trust the Raiders' offense more than the Broncos. No, well, De- well, definitely right now. But I just think this Denver. Denver will just do something, and they'll squeak out and get a win. I think Darren Waller has a game, and the Raiders win. Now, Darren Waller's going to have a game regardless. I'm tell- dude, <laughs> you the, the one thing you cannot they, measure. They did do real quick. They did do good keep keeping George Kittle in check last week. They though. did, but Kittle still hurt. Yeah. There's he's clearly still hurt. Yeah. Uh, the thing with the Raiders, desperation is a hell of a. The driving force. Look at the Colts against the Chiefs. Look at the Colts against the Chiefs. I expect a similar thing to happen. I think the Broncos, not that they, their offenses will look bad, but I think they shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, and and if the Raiders do lose this game, oh man, they fall, they'll fall to 0-4. <laughs> yeah. 0-4, looking up at the Chargers, Broncos, and Chiefs above them. Mm-hmm. And you're in a four-game hole, so yeah. they can't. I don't think they can fall on that, but I just... You know what? Screw the Raiders and screw McDaniels. (laughs) Come on, Denver. Take it to them. All right. America's Game of the Week, according to Fox, is the Patriots going north to Green Bay to face the Packers. Packers are nine and a half point favorites. Yeah, you want to know why? Because Brian Hoyer's starting in this game. Give me the Packers. And I think Brian Hoyer throws like three picks. Yeah, and good thing I have the Packers defensive fantasy. I'll play him this week because Brian (laughs) Hoyer, the guy's good for at least two interceptions or more every start he has. But yeah, give me the Packers. They're I I think they're just gonna dismantle the dismantle the Patriots. I think it's gonna be bad. I a (laughs) hundred percent agree i I, this isn't going to be close dude no i think aaron Rodgers, aj dillon and aaron jones are just going to light them up especially that running game they're going to light them up yeah uh packers win i'd say take the over on the nine and a half yeah all right sunday night the chiefs going to tampa to face the bucks Derek, this game's a pick them here i want to read this real quick Harrison Butker for the Chiefs, still out. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, questionable. Mm. For the Buccaneers, Akeem oh, Hicks God, is yeah. out. How about that receiving core for the Here Bucks? Here we go. We go. <laughs> Rashad Perryman, doubtful. Julio Jones, knee-slash-rest. Chris Godwin, hamstring-slash-rest. Russell Gage, hamstring-slash-rest. Wow. All four receivers are doubtful-slash-questionable. But Mike Evans gets to come back. Oh boy, maybe he'll crack the crap out of somebody this time. Um, two games. I think I, I give me the Chiefs because Tampa Bay's offense has just been really kind of like Denver's. They've been really slow and really boring. But and I think I hate to say it, even though Brady's good, I just trust as much as I hate to say it, I trust Mahomes more than Brady. I do too. I, I really do. I, I think the receiver injuries are too much for the, the Bucks to handle. And Oh, yeah, you just named four receivers. Four, four out of their five receivers are hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah Mike, Evans, Mike Evans will have a game, but the Chiefs offense. And, now, the Bucks defense is playing phenomenal. That would scare me a little bit. That's why this game's a pick em. Mm-hmm. I think the Chiefs get the job done. Yes. Here you go, Eric. Your boy's playing your favorite, uh, your, your, fa- your favorite team. The Rams on Monday night head to San Francisco and play the Niners, where the Niners have won 
Hey, at least it's not 13 in a row like the Chiefs over the Broncos. Yes. Okay. This line's actually moved. This morning it was two and a half favor in the Niners. Now it's one and a half. Niners, Niners are at home. Jimmy G versus Matthew Stafford. And your boys, just like the Broncos with the Chiefs, they just struggle when it comes to these damn Niners. It makes me so mad. So you have no, so, and, mm. and I think because of that, Eric, I, I hate to say it. I, I got to go with the Niners. I think when it is in LA this year, the Rams will win. But I think with it, it being in San Francisco, it's yeah. Give me. I think this game will be close. I won't be surprised though if your Rams pull it off. Quite frankly, I hope they do because. I don't know. I think your hate for the Niners is rubbing off on me. Yeah, dude. Especially after this last game, I was like, Ooh, I, I was like, Jimmy G really sucks. Just watching him. I was <laughs> like, I actually so watched a full game with him, and I'm like, he's really bad. But the only team he plays well against is coming to his house on Monday night. Now, I'll say this: Rams defense is playing really well. Yes. The only reason it was close against the the Falcons was because. Matt Stafford threw a pick on the 20-yard line, mm. and the Falcons blocked a punt for a touchdown. Both of them. I'm picking the Rams. Woo! Because of how bad the Niners' offense looked. Yes. If the Niners and Broncos had played a good competitive game, I'd be picking the Niners. Yes. I don't like the Niners' offense right now against the Rams' defense. Uh, here's the main reason. They don't have a running back. That's true. Mitchell is on IR, and the guy they have backing him up, Wilson, looks bad. He had one good run, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So, give me the Rams to win by 40. Okay. 40 to nothing. Matt Stafford with five touchdown passes. Wow. Cooper Cup with 200 yards receiving from a fantasy team. They'll break all sorts of records this They'll game. They'll break huh? every record of the Aaron Donald with 12 sacks. 12 Jaylen sacks. Ramsey with 15 picks. 12 sacks, huh? <laughs> no, I, I do think the Rams win a close one, and this game is going to be a bad offensive showing. Man, real quick before we go, Eric, uh, at halftime, TCU up 41 to 17 on Oklahoma. Dude, they miss Lincoln Riley so bad at Oklahoma. I I did not see that. TCU is spanking. Mm. Eric, Matt Dugan, quarterback for TCU at halftime. Who? Matt Dugan, this is a quarterback at halftime. His stats, 19 of 28. 381, three <laughs> touchdowns. He's also their leading rusher, Eric. Two rushes, 80 yards, and a touchdown. On two carries? That's 44 yards a carry. And look at this. Gabriel for the Sooners. Seven of 18, a buck 26 at halftime. Dude, oh! Riley, it's amazing how good of a coach Lincoln Riley was. Yeah, that's all I got before we left, though. So look look for another upset of the week. Oklahoma's about to go down. Two in a row? Not good. All right, well, I got nothing else. Till next week, peeps. We'll see you. Go Rams! Beat those losing Niners. You can't handle the power of Rams. They're going to win.